You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today is Thursday, December the 31st. The year is finally, mercifully, coming to an end at midnight tonight. My name is Lucas Smith, St. Louis Cardinals mega fan. Thanks for listening. Today and every day, this is my first year uh, as podcast host of this show, and the numbers continue to grow slowly but surely day by day, week by week, month by month, even in this extremely slow offseason, both for MLB and the St. Louis Cardinals. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for interacting. Thanks for following. Thanks for Joining me in this journey, it's always much appreciated. But we end the year this or end the yeah end the year with a New Year's resolutions episode. Couple of things submitted by you guys got me thinking about um, what the Cardinals can have for their New Year's resolutions. We'll end with talking about pitching success. We'll also be talking about um, getting some more slugging in the lineup. But the big one, the one I'll spend most of my time on today, is the New Year's resolution of signing somebody. Anybody. Anybody. Cardinals have yet to sign anybody at the major league level, so that's what we'll be talking about today. But first, some news um, that will kind of go into the signing somebody talking point. John Heyman reporting that the Cardinals are maintaining interest in bringing Colton Wong back, and then Jimmy the Cat Hayes of Fox Sports Midwest also tweeting out a tweet saying that Colton Wong would also be interested to hearing what the Cardinals have to say. So you put those two reports together and you get some mutual interest. Now, the problem is, no matter how high or low that interest might be, what is the number that both sides have in mind? Is Colton Wong closer to the $12.5 million that he was supposed to get if the Cardinals would have tendered him a contract, or is he, or are the Cardinals closer to maybe $7, $8 million trying to lowball Wong or get him for a cheaper option? I think that Colton Wong is a guy that is... You know, someone that is a great has a great Cardinal career, and to be frank, I thought that I, I wish that they would have kept Wong. I understood stood it from a financial standpoint, but from a purely baseball standpoint, losing Colton Wong is is a big killer to me. Um, Gold Glove second baseman, top ten, maybe you know, top fifteen for sure, but top ten, maybe even top eight if you want to argue certain ways. Top second baseman in the entire game, let alone the National League. He's definitely top ten in the National League without a doubt. You know, back-to-back Gold Glove winner. Can't forget if I've said that, but losing him it hurt. And I don't think he's a leadoff hitter. I really don't. I think that that experiment. Uh, I think that he can. You can still try, but he wasn't good. Didn't shine in that role in 2020. Maybe you slot him down as six or seven hitter, drive in some runs, hit hit some gaps. But I would love the Cardinals to bring him back. I posted on the show's Instagram story. Lo underscore Cardinals is the Twitter and Instagram handle for those of you curious. Um, do you still want Wong back? And I got mostly yeses. Um, Jack Brum, 117, says, why not? Dr. Black Mask says, yes, in all caps. Owen Dreyer says, absolutely, absolutely, by Nathan Brown, 5734. STLsports.capital says, yes. Um, again, overwhelmingly people saying yes. And I agree. I, I, I Again, I understood why they made the move, financially speaking, um, a chance to, to save a couple million dollars here and there, but 
now you, you, we're so deep into the postseason with no moves being made, no no improvements, only subtract subtractions at this point. Um, from from top guys like a Wong, um, Wainwright, and Molina are still subtractions at this point as they have not been signed. But also you lose a guy from 2019 who was one of your best closers or best bullpen arms, excuse me, in John Brebbia. So all subtractions right now. But th- th- this kind of leads into my first New Year's resolution, which again is sign somebody. Wainwright, Yachty, Wong, literally anybody. I'm tired of complaining about nothing on this show. Complaining about a lack of something. I would much rather complain about a move the Cardinals have made than a move that they have not made. Because at least then they've made some sort of move. Even if they sign a pitcher, which I don't think they need. Or they trade for a pitcher. They give up top prospects. Whatever. Give me something. They've got to sign somebody. Again, for that, for that point, don't even care who. Just put pen on paper, sign somebody, try to improve the team. And with the way the NL Central is shaping up, the improvement doesn't even need to be that large, quite frankly. Because I get that things have been extremely frustrating. The last number of days has brought about a ton of frustration towards the Cardinals front office. And I get it. They have not been very active. They seem to be having a lot of priority on bringing Wainwright and Molina back, and that's extremely frustrating. I understand. I really, really do. But let's take a step back and take a look around the division. Who else is adding anybody? Yeah, the Cubs got Zach Davies, but they lost Hugh Darvish. The Reds lost uh, Rossielli Iglesias, the best, one, uh, my opinion, the best closer in the division. The NL Central is not improving. The NL Central as a division has yet to sign a player for more than $1 million. I've heard a couple of friends might describe it as the NFC East of baseball. <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. But the NL Central is extremely winnable for really four of the five teams in it, especially the Cardinals. So even though St. Louis is not making a ton of moves, in my opinion, they have the best chance of winning the division right now despite not making any major league level moves. That just goes to show you how really weak this division is becoming. So even though the Cardinals aren't making many moves, the NL Central is still extremely winnable for St. Louis. Now, I don't say any of that to, to say, okay, Cardinals, because it's winnable, you don't need to make as many moves or um, you know, only keep the NL Central division in mind, like I said, but the, the division is winnable. And the Cardinals need to jump on and seize that opportunity because... The, the improvement doesn't need to be that large. Like, like, like I said earlier, um, the improvement just needs to be some sort of improvement. My, here, I'm going to give you guys my, my top three targets um, for who, who the Cardinals should sign. Um, you know, this is outside of the, the Yachty, Molina, Wong. I, I, I do want all those guys back. But in terms of improvements, players that were not on the Cardinals team, my number one target, to be quite honest, and I've talked about him a lot, I like him a lot, Eddie Rosario. He was, um, you know, twin target, non-tendered, um, somewhere around $10 million um, annually is what he's probably going to be looking at. And to me, that's fine. Uh, he was also given uh, Camilio TGRT responded to the New Year's resolution on uh, Instagram saying Eddie Rosario as to who they should go sign. I think he's a great improvement. I think he's somebody that you 100% don't have to platoon. And the, the Cardinals... You know, as much as they want to bet in-house, and I'll talk about that a little bit later, but Eddie Rosario is a guy that can provide some major production 
in the outfield, and I think that he he would be a great fit in left field. And then maybe you package um, a, a trade with, with a Bader or with an O'Neill for an infield piece or for uh, another starter to go behind Flaherty if you do want another bona fide number two starter um, type deal there. But Eddie Rosario is my number one guy. Kyle Schwarber is my number two guy simply because, uh, again, proven bat. Schwarber you might think about more as a platoon option as well as my number three guy with, with Jock Peterson. Uh, Peterson and Schwerber kind of go back and forth on two and three on my list. I just think Rosario is a little bit more proven. Um, any three of these guys, like I said, um, could be platooned with, but I think that um, Rosario would be the one that I would least see as a platoon option. And then, you know, the other New Year's resolution that was put in on, on the Instagram story came from Shane Dunk 20 saying, stop giving four to five-year contracts to guys who aren't studs and stop giving everyone a no trade. I agree. I think that they need to get a contract right. Not only do I want the Cardinals to sign anybody, not only is, a, is the resolution to sign a player, but get the contract right. Don't sign somebody that has shown you one to two years of success and bank on that. Sign a proven talent. Get a hot commodity. Get somebody that has shown success for a number of years. The guys that I've mentioned have done that. Rosario, Schwarber a little bit, Peterson. You know, all these guys have have had their up and downs and have negatives. I get that. But sign somebody with the least amount of question marks. So many question marks right now up and down this Cardinal roster. Get an addition that's not a question mark. That's New Year's resolution number one. Sign somebody. Uh, two more quick resolutions to, to get to, including improving the slugging and keep the pitching success. Uh, but first, let me tell you about one of our sponsors for today's show, which is Bet Online. College football heads into bowl season. New Year's Six Bowls are today and tomorrow, and there are some big matchups. The NFL regular season is finishing up today, and the playoff picture is becoming more and more clear by the minute. There's only one place that has you covered, and have one place that we trust here at Locked On. That's BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on for your 20% or excuse me your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on that action. For example, the college football semifinals right now, Clemson is a 7-point favorite against Ohio State and Alabama is a whopping 20-point favorite against Notre Dame. Get over to betonline.ag for your 50% welcome bonus with a code locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Betting on baseball doesn't have to be a guessing game anymore if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get deadly picks and quick-hitting advice to make the smartest possible wagers. Subscribe to the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcast. Two other quick um, quick New Year's resolutions to get to to finish up this episode and to finish up the new year. The, f- the, the first one, which kind of goes along with the, um, w- with the first point of re-signing somebody it needs to be improve um, improve the slugging. Um, as, as as a team, this this past year, the Cardinals came um, in twenty seventh in the league in total slugging percentage um, at a very cool and low number of three seventy one. 
down by the whereabouts of the Texas Rangers, Pittsburgh Pirates, um, et cetera, et cetera. Not names, not teams you want to be associated with if you're a playoff contender. And it, it frankly, it's it's concerning if if you're if you're a Cardinal fan, if you are the Cardinals. And I think they all know this. Uh, the Cardinals know this. Mike Schilt knows this. He, he talked about it a little bit in his Zoom presser the other week of how you know it's nice to have an improving bat, but how how much strongly how strongly do you want to bet on your own guys? And I think that offensively, the Cardinals have shown in the past that that doesn't always work. You, you can't bet completely on your own guys. You know, I, mean, I, I understand you have success stories of the Carpenters of the couple of years ago. Wong has been a success, but, you know, in, in the past, historically, a guy like Albert Stan, I mean, obviously, this is not a, an absolute sta- uh, statement. This is more of a generalization, but the slugging from this 2020 team was not good. The stats will tell you that. The, watching the games will tell you that. Um, but I think that something that needs to be kept in mind is that the Cardinals do need to improve. And the sucking needs to be part of that equation. And, you know, if the Cardinals don't sign anybody, then that, you know, what makes you believe that that slugging is going to improve? If the Cardinals bring Colton Wong back, which I think they should, one of the big questions will be who starts in terms of at third base will be the, really the only question mark. It'll be Tommy Emmett or Matt Carpenter. When you compare the two, two years in 2020, even in a down year for Edmund, he gets the edge. Batting average is higher. On base was slightly lower, but his slugging was higher and his OPS was higher. OPS plus was higher. In just, you know, five more games, but still. Walked a little bit less. He struck out the same amount, so wasn't striking out at the same rate as Carpenter um, in in 2020. His, you know, obviously Edmund had a, had a down year. His walk percentage did improve, though, to 7%. While Carpenter's was still very high at 13%, but again, strikeout rate was huge for Carpenter. Uh, expected slugging 408 for Carpenter compared to um, the for, uh, 450 for Edmonds. So Edmonds should get the starting spot at third base if the Cardinals bring Wong back. Um, does that improve your slugging? You know, Carpenter Edmonds' slugging was higher than than Matt Carpenter's, so I think that that does improve. And especially if you give Carlson full playing time, if Bader can do more things, if Goldschmidt hits more balls in the gap, that will improve things. But again, the Cardinals need to make improvements to this team. And by signing somebody, that, that those improvements need to improve the slugging because playoff teams had a lot better slugging than St. Louis. Uh, the final resolution really is more of a trend keeper, and that's keep the pitching success. I've talked about it a ton on this show of the incredible uh, depth the Cardinals have on the mound. Um, They have probably anywhere from 7 to 10, maybe 12 guys if you stretch it as to who's going to bid for starting rotation spots in 2021. They need continued success from guys like Kim, Gallegos, Reyes, Miller, uh, Cabrera, etc. And guys need to find it again in Flaherty, Martinez, and Michaelis. With with Dakota Hudson going down, um, somebody else is going to need to step up. I have no question in my mind that Jack Flaherty will step up and be the guy that he was in 2019, or at least closer to who he was in 2019 compared to 2020. Um, And then, you know, Ponce de Leon needs to step up more. Gomber maybe steps up into a different role. Maybe Libertor is ready sooner than we all think. Michaelis will have pretty much a guaranteed starting spot. He needs to find it. Martinez, a huge question mark that we've all talked about. but again, the third resolution really is, to me, needs to be um, continue with that pitching success and continue to be um, the team that they need to be. So 2020, 
has been an indescribable year. Um, for me, it was, um, in terms of just this podcast, it's been a great experiment for me. It's been a great experience as well. Um, thank you guys for all your love and support, interaction, likes, retweets, comments, listenings, downloads, all these things. Um, if you haven't yet, please give give me a rating on Apple, um, on, on iTunes. Um, hopefully it's a good one, but give me your honest rating and share it with your friends. And hopefully 2021 will be another good year for St. Louis. And hopefully I'm talking to you about Cardinal baseball much deeper into October than I was in 2020. So next time you're here from me will be uh, Monday and it will be a brand new year. So until then, ladies and gentlemen, stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic end of 2020. See you in 2021. We'll